Hello everyone, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my report on the new moon at 5 degrees of Leo on July 28, 2022 at 1.55 p.m. Eastern. The tagline of this new moon, as you will come to see more about as we progress here, is unexpected news and sudden change. So let's talk about the what, okay, first, and we are going to add more to this what as we progress, but some keynotes of this time are nervousness, anxiety, impulsivity, unpredictability, erraticness, surprising feelings and actions and news and events, jostling, transformational revelations, sudden decisions, stability and certainty, or a set path being called into question, sudden healing, insights or resolution and drastically changed perspectives or discoveries and the why why are you likely to experience this at this time so the first reason is because on the same day and the same time as the new moon the new moon is when the sun and the moon are together in the sky we also have a square with Mercury, the planet of news and events and information and the way we think and all of this with the planet Uranus. Now, this is kind of a, a part of a bigger picture and I'm actually going to do a separate uh, recording on the bigger picture. The bigger picture is that we've got a conjunction of the transiting North Node the planet Uranus and soon to be here Mars. And this configuration hasn't happened for like 2300 years. Okay, so we've got this energy worked into this new moon and adding to it Mercury with this square, which is three signs away, which is a challenging angle. So all of these keynotes that I pointed out tend to be associated with the planet Uranus, especially when it's in a challenging angle. But it is very important to note that while we may feel a lot of things that we would consider negative feelings, equally as likely is there's positive things, like all of a sudden something coming super clear. And while the time frame of this, we've got we've got a couple of layers of time frame to discuss. Now in general, the new moons we most feel oh, two to three days before or after Okay, so we'll say like July 25th through, you know, the 31st of July is one web of this intensity. But the next web is the, the weeks before and the weeks after, so a full 28-day moon cycle. Then, of course, every new moon or full moon has this plus 13-month story because we've got 13 moons in a, in a moon cycle. Okay, so there are these different layers of what's going on here that we could be echoing out this information or whatever is uh, happening here. But then we also have this time frame where this conjunction is occurring. So this started to brew April of 2022, getting super strong at the end of June and into July. And while we have... Oh, not up to that yet, whoopsie. Um, while we have this aspect occurring with Mars is a more finite period of time, this energy of the transiting North Node in Uranus, which is also opposing the South Node, is really 
occurring over a long period of time. So we'll say April 2022 through December 2022. And the most intense of this time is around July 31st through August 8th, but certainly echoing all of July and really very strong for months to come after is this constant energy of sudden change, sudden revelations, sudden discoveries, sudden insights, and all of that's getting woven into the energy of the moon that's intensified in these dates and can echo out with this cycle as well. So when something happens on a new moon, the energies that are occurring at that time will echo out for this 13 month cycle. So this is, you know, very profound here. It's we're we're not talking just simple, you'll feel this in these couple of days. These are this is the type of period of time and the type of aspect because of, you know, because of this aspect that can really echo out for a very long time to come. And the questions and topics that get brought up once we get the nodes involved, which again, I'm not going to go in too deeply into this in this recording because I'm going to do a separate video on this. But the North Node is all about our highest expression in this lifetime, what you're supposed to be doing with your life, your soul's purpose, your life purpose. And the South Node is your karma. It's what you came in to clear. It's the gifts that you came in to use to put you on your highest path of your North Node. It's the karma that you have with people. It's the karma that you have with money. It's the karma that you have, you know, and in this case, Scorpio, it's, you know, it's our money relationships, our relationship to life and death itself and the afterworld if you believe in that you know so it's a very profound storyline of other people's stuff or our joint resources to our own stuff and all of this is woven in to the energy of the new moon and this is making a square you know while this north um, node and uranus are not in an exact configuration this mercury is and certainly we're going to be feeling that uh, um, energy of a square. Now a square, I like to call a square an opportunity in the form of conflict because that's exactly what it is. We often will have a stress or a pressure or something that's trying to crack us open that's jostling in some way. But once we crack it open, we feel the freedom, the positive sides of, of Uranus, you know, the freedom, the openness, the positive excitement, the you know, the revitalization, the seeing everything all completely new, like the change of a perspective, just changing everything in an instant. So all of this is afoot at this time and in the time frame that we talked about. It's quite a powerful time. So definitely look for my, um, if you look on my YouTube channel, it will also be syndicated on my podcast, Astro Kisses with Andy Botticelli. Look for my North Node um, Uranus-Mars conjunction uh, report which is going to be up very shortly after I put this one up because that's going to give you insights into this time frame of, you know, April through December of what kinds of things we might see besides the things I talked about and going deeper into that. But just do know that that energy is wrapped up into this new moon and it's very, very intense. So some other topics that are really coming up here are, are you know, sudden revelations having to do with family, having to do with um, children, creativity, our life force, our passions, our sacred flame, that which makes us, you know, uh, most excited in this world. Those types of energies are going to come into play. And then this energy of Taurus, which is practicality and the things we must do, and in some cases, obligation, 
um, and the conflictive energies that can sometimes come between passion and um, and necessity. Okay, so what else do we have going on? We also have Jupiter going retrograde from July 27th through November 23rd. I will talk about this energy, of course, as I do all of the other types of important things in my monthly horoscopes at AnnieHelpsYouTV.com. That's on my YouTube channel and also syndicated on my podcast. Um, but for our purposes here, we're going to talk about how we actually have a very positive angle between this new moon sun configuration. We're only three degrees off from a trine. A trine is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. And so Jupiter is about to go to sleep here. Jupiter, the bringer of optimism, the bringer of expansion, the bringer of growth. And in some ways, this is a very positive thing going retrograde, because as much as it can stunt some things and, and slow some things down, sometimes we need to stop an expansion spree in order to do some checking to make sure that our foundation can hold the level of expansion that we're trying to bring about. And that's really what Jupiter's job is here in retrograde. So we've got this simultaneous turning into the backdrop as we have this beautiful positive aspect. So it's very, very nice to have this here because a trine is very favorable. And when you have the most benefic, the most supportive outer planet in the cosmos, Jupiter, in a nice configuration, in a fire sign, it can really bring blessings and add a positive tilt to any of the jostling that comes like, okay, yeah, we figured some stuff out. Might have some harsh realities to deal with, but here is the rainbow after the clouds, you know, here is the lemonade from the lemons. It's just a beautiful counterpart that can bring some positive awarenesses and understanding of our own limitations, which is, you know, something that we have to come to terms with while we can continue to stretch our limitations and go beyond what we think we know about what we can do because human potential is completely untapped. Having a reality check of what our limitations are now or what the um, the sacrifices are that might have to be made for the things that we think we want, we're moving into this time that's instigated by this new moon that's coinciding with this retrograde of a time where we start to pull in some of our ambitions and pull in some of the things that we're trying to do in our own world and instead kind of look to see how that might be affecting other aspects of our lives, including our family and relationships. Okay, so the next thing is we also have some aspects with some star goddesses here. So I told you I'm gonna be bringing the star goddesses in more. Here we've got an example of that. Here's beautiful Vesta. Vesta is the guardian of the sacred flame. She, in Mount Olympus, the um, Hestia, you know, they have, uh, the goddesses have Roman names that are um, synonymous with the Greek names. So when the Romans, you know, took this Greek mythology, they came up with their own names. But so uh, Vesta or Hestia here, we've got the keeper of the sacred flame. So she was on Mount Olympus with the 12 Olympians, she had a chair with the other Olympians, and then Dionysus shows up, doesn't have a chair, and she's like, here, you can have my chair. I'm going to guard the sacred flame of Olympus. So she's the, the guardian of that flame, that place where people connect, where people get their warmth, where people get their sustenance. Uh, Vesta is that ruler, so she very much has an association with home and family, 
and relationships of every kind and also that part within us that is our flame in some cases it's secret you know that thing that just keeps you going um, that you don't tell anybody your secret ambitions or your secret motivations and in some cases it's those things that very clearly you're putting out there this is what I'm doing it for but there is a very big association with family so we have a conflictive aspect here with the family energy which again this Leo is like our way that we shine, our creative spirit. And we've got a little conflict here with the energy of family. So there are multiple layers pointing out that perhaps some of the ways that we're being in the world or some of the ambitions that we have or some of the ways we're expressing ourselves might not be um, completely supportive to the type of family or other relationships that we want to have. And we might need to... Um, you know, pay attention to that and make some changes and Jupiter retrograde is going to help us with that retrospection we've got for, you know, a few months. Then we also have Hygieia. She's another star goddess. As you can kind of see, she's, she's got the symbol. That's the Caduceus. This is the medical symbol. It's a very, it's a lot to this symbol. We're not going to get into all this now, but as it sounds like, Hygieia rules hygiene. She's got associations with medical energy and healing and also health. So there's, again, a little conflictive aspect here with the new moon and um, Hygieia. So it could also be that the way that you're raging in a good way, expressing yourself or some of the, it could be um, habits that are like addictions. How could that could be affecting your health or that could be affecting your family? Um, you know, anything like that having to do with Leo energies of where you're shining or leadership or your personal expression could be conflicting with your health could be conflicting with your family or relationships and this new moon is giving you insights into and possibly some harsh jostling realities brought by you know the aspect with Uranus as to some changes that you have to make with your ambitions and possibly scaling some things back to be able to get some things um, in order so that you know, can be the start. The new moon is, you know, a start. It's an, an initiation of something. So it can be the beginning to something very wonderful as far as finding more balance and um, deeper connection. Because something else to note is that while there, uh, these goddess asteroids are in, in conflict with the new moon, they are in a nice angle with each other. So there is something in accord with these energies that are speaking the same language. And so there's just this conflict with, you know, our own creative expression that we've got to kind of pull into order here. Now, while we do have a lot of conflictive energies at this time, sometimes conflictive energies are good ones to spring out something new and different. And new moons are notorious for being good for initiating something. And we are still in that glorious window free from personal planet retrogrades that started June 19th and goes through August 21st. So we can keep that in perspective here. If you're wanting to start something new on the topic of leadership, children, creativity, your bucket list, your, you know, the way that you shine, being out in front of people, fashionistas, you know, um, singers, athletes, speakers, anything that puts you out in front of people, whether it's something you've been doing or something new you want to try, you do still have beautiful energy to make that launch at this time. And you might have to push through some resistance. And that can be what these conflictive angles are, is that you're pushing through resistance and fear um, of putting yourself out there. And you might just have to do it anyway. And that could be what these energies are about. Okay, so last but not least on this topic of initiating and starting and planting seeds, 
This is also a wonderful time to make new moon wishes, especially on the topics ruled by Leo. So, you know, I talk a lot about manifestation in my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, which you can find in bookstores on the shelf in the Mind, Body, Spirit section. You can find everything, you find them online. I talk a lot about manifestation with astrology. This is a topic that I, I really work with a lot. And something to know, and this was something taught to me by brilliant astrologer, Jan Spiller, that when you wish at the new moon on topics that are ruled by the sign that the new moon is in, it actually expands their manifestation. So that's very exciting to note. Now, she says you get 10 new moon wishes. I don't know where she gets that from, honestly, but I say you get 13 because of the new moon, moons having a 13 moon cycle. Okay, so that's, I say you get 13 wishes. I, these are my grounds for why I say that. And so anytime around the new moon, you can make your new moon wishes. Write them down, say them out loud, and feel them as if they've already come true. Flood your body with those neurotransmitters and those positive, happy chemical markers by feeling what it would feel like if the things that you wanted to come true were already coming true. And that works as a powerful attractor electrically in your system because manifestation is electric in your system to attract those like things to you. So you can make the wishes anytime near the new moon, but eight hours after within like the window starting from 1.55 p.m. Eastern, you've got to translate that into your time zone, but plus eight hours is this extra manifestation window. So what are the topics that are ruled by Leo? We alluded to some before. Here's my friend celebrating that we've got these happy new moon intention and wishes time. Children, conception, working with kids, your own inner child, creativity projects. So your creative babies, whether they're, you know, the babies you birth normally or the babies that you birth like a writing project or an art project or a, any kind of passion project. Those are all ruled by Leo. Also true love. I don't know why I don't have that on there. There we go. True love. So everything from true love. So you meet the person to the conception, to the children, to the rearing of the children, all of that whole cycle has a rulership in Leo. Romance, the spark in your relationship, all of that are things that you can wish for. Also hobbies, I like to say your bucket list is here. Things that you've always wanted to do could come rushing in at this time. You can make your wishes and also you might see progress. Fun, um, including excess fun that can roll into addiction. So if you've got issues with addictions, I put gambling here as an example, but of course we know there are many more possible addictions than that. Device addiction, you know, anything where you push some fun into a point where it's no longer serving and is interfering, can wish on topics like that to have help with that. Finding talents or expanding talents or finding hidden talents, you can wish for that. Leadership, being a stronger leader, um, being seen, resisting, you know, getting through the resistance of putting yourself out there. And also the heart, Leo rules the heart. So if you have any heart issues, physically and you're trying to get help with your blood pressure or help with cholesterol or help with, you know, something else that's going on physically with your heart, this aligns with the energies of this time. 
So I hope you love my report for this powerful new moon that will echo out over a very long period of time. If you are in resonance with how I teach and you want to learn astrology, I have many free and deeper, um, you know, uh, profoundly transformative courses that you can participate in. I've got an exclusive content portal that you can go to at AnnieBAstrology.com. And that you can see my exclusive content portal where you can get even more stuff from me. But you can also go to AnnieHelpsYouTV.com. At AnnieHelpsYouTV, that's my YouTube channel. You can see my monthly horoscopes that I put out always early um, and other videos that I put up, which syndicates to my Astro Kisses um, podcast, which you can search for Annie Botticelli Astro Kisses. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see all of the um, interface for all the free things that I do for you, including sign up for my free email newsletter that gets you all kinds of write-ups that will help you for your month and more. And if you want to take some free courses on wellness and money manifestation, you can go to loomlife.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And if you want to learn astrology with me in a deeper way, you can see my courses at loomlife.com, including my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course where I take my over 20 years as an entrepreneur and I take my 20 years as an astrologer and coach and I teach you not only how to be an amazing astrologer and help people, but also how to make that a business model that is sustainable. So you can see that at beastropro.com or you can go to Loom Life. I hope you have a wonderful new moon time and I'll see you in the next video. Bye.